0: You're listening to the Couts Fire Podcast. I'm your host, Kevin Billingsley, firefighter engineer here at Couts Fire. And today I'm speaking with one of our mutual aid department members, Josh Candle from Morgan Township. Josh, welcome.
1: Hey, thanks K-Bill, appreciate you having me on.
0: One of the things I like to find out about the guys I speak with is where they got their start. How did you get your start in the fire service?
1: Sure, actually I started here at Couts back in the fall of 04. I was a senior in high school, turned 18. And came down and dropped app in. Was good friends with Chief Suter's son. And uh, I wanted to say that probably Chief Suter's one of the one of the three guys that got me interested in the fire service to begin with.
0: And how long have you been on a fire department? Uh, started
1: in 04, fall of 04. So so oh, you, you started here in 04? Started in Cowboys in 04, sure did. And then you went to? Went to Morgan, I think, in 06. Okay and then uh, transitioned to Morgan, and been on Morgan since. What are some of the ranks that you've served?
0: Like, what's your current rank now?
1: Uh, Current rank, I'm the assistant chief. Been firefighter, lieutenant, and now assistant chief. Assistant chief in Morgan Township? Correct. How many members do you have in Morgan Township? Right now we are at 22, I believe. We just had another guy join that's going to be going to the academy here pretty soon. So I believe we're at 22.
0: And the academy that he's going to be attending is over at the MAC, right? Correct. Correct. So you're about seven minutes north of us, correct? Yeah, I give or take five, five, ten minutes. Yep. And the area that you cover, I mean, we cover, I think, 54 miles.
1: How much of an area do you guys cover? We cover approximately 44.5 square miles. When well, Our population is pretty rural, so we have, last time I looked at our population, I think we're right around 4,500 people approximately. Morgan Township's fire department is located over by the school, correct? Yep, Say Road 49 and 300 South. We were actually share the shared parking lots.
0: With COVID changing a lot of things that's happened in the fire service over the last well year and a half I'd say has that affected any of your special programs or your outreach?
1: A little bit Uh, we we've been doing an annual fish fry and we do an annual pork chop sale. The pork chop sale didn't won't be affected too much because that was a pickup only so the fish fry we do in March typically this year we'll be doing it with, uh, it'll be a drive through style, but we actually have sold out for the same amount that we did last year. So we're really surprised about that, which which we're happy for. But we were kind of very surprised that we had that many people that still wanted it.
0: I mean, like when we do ours, it's not necessarily us selling the pork chops. Right, or. Right. It's more or less interacting with the community. Exactly. And having them come into the station, be able to see what we have, how we take care of it talk with them, have the kids take a look at the fire trucks, get pictures with them. And COVID kind of stopped that to where we have to keep somewhat of a distance, but we can still sort of interact with them. Yep. And it's it's made it difficult. It hasn't really changed the support that we receive necessarily, but it has changed the way our way of being able to show the community how much we appreciate what, you know, their support.
1: Right. You're exactly right. We actually pulled off a Christmas open house this past December and made it work, talked with the health department, you know, we made made sure we had all our bases covered and we actually had a lot of kids and families come in and we had to social distance, masks, you know, all that good stuff that we're tired of dealing with, but we made it work and kids got to see Santa, get their pictures taken with a fire truck and have some crafts. So that was a, that was really good to have the community come out for that.
0: I mean, the community is why we do what we do. That's exactly right. And it's not as easy for us to be able to say, thank you, because without without their support and without them continuously coming in and visiting us or monetary donations, right. things of that nature, it's really hard for us to be able to say thanks when they can't even come to the firehouse. Right. You There's know? only
1: so many Facebook posts that you can say thank you, community. That just doesn't cut it. Right. You know, we like that that personal relationship with our community.
0: I mean we like to see the kids light up when right. they see the truck. When yeah. they jump up in there and the parents, you know, light up when they see their kids in the seat, you know. Exactly. It always makes, it, it makes us feel like what we're doing makes a difference.
1: Yeah, it's part of what we do. Right.
0: We do a lot of trainings. We've trained here with um, Morgan Township and other mutual aid departments all coming in. Right. Um, you, though, work for a company, and you go out and do certain types of training. You put it on yourself. Yes, yes, I do. Want to talk a little bit about that? <laughs>
1: sure. So I work for uh, Cool Alliance. We are a ag retail business, grain, agronomy, fertilizers, chemicals. Uh, and, and one of the things that we do as a company was we're big advocates of community relations as well as getting out of the community, training fire departments, training police departments, whatever we can do to get out there. The one thing that, that I try to do for the company is go out and train fire departments in uh, grain rescue. Uh, so that basically entails farmers, employees on granaries, grain elevators. If somebody was to get trapped in grain How do we get them out? Coal Alliance, we built a simulator that we can actually bury firefighters in, employees in, you know, whoever. Uh, We've taken it to 4-H conventions and we've taken it to fairs, uh, state, or colleges. We can run kids, adults, you know, bury them and then let them experience what it feels like to be buried in grain. Now we're not burying them over their head. but. You know we can bury them up to their chest and for the fire guys when we do that training uh we actually do the rescue training and basically send the guys in and say hey how are we gonna get the how are we gonna get this victim out how do we do it and i go over that before we even do the training and show different techniques and equipment and i think uh we last year myself alone this our simulator travels around the the company but i think last year i trained over 200 firefighters in that alone so that's good for the rural departments
0: you have a tank on a trailer that you also pull around for trainings
1: yeah sure do it's a it's a ammonia tank simulator training trailer if you will we have a small version miniature version of ammonia tank that we have on the trailer and then we have an actual cutout of an actual ammonia tank nurse tank that the tractors pull behind the field and so you can see the internal workings of it the guts of it how it works and then the smaller tank is everything on the external side of things. So we have our valves on top and our pop-offs, our gauges, everything like that. So, you know, us, us guys as firefighters or first responders, we can, we can look at that tank and see, okay, this is how this tank works. So if we ever get called out to something like this, this is what we do.
0: And you also have, like, a valve that's cut out to show the operation. Yeah, we have,
1: yeah, we have a couple different valves, how they work, um, how they don't work sometimes, what to watch out for.
0: I remember you once had said that it changes when the tank is flipped upside down.
1: Correct. Yep. So your, your vapor valves and liquid valves, so if the tank's flipped over, those are going to switch. Your vapor will be liquid and your liquid will be vapor.
0: And for the people that are in the area, how can they identify what, what these tanks are when they see them on the road?
1: Right. So it looks like a propane tank that you'd say have at somebody's house that's on wheels that are basically being pulled down the road by a pickup or a tractor. And you'll see them out in the field. And behind there's the usually, tractor. behind the truck, there's usually like two of them going down the road, yep. right? And they yep. got the,
0: the little trailer frame with the wheels on it. It yep. kind of looks like a miniature train, but it's yeah, exactly. this, these tanks, correct? Right. You got it. And what what causes this gas? What what about it
1: is makes it dangerous to, to people? Right. So, anhydrous ammonia loves water. And, and, you know, what's most of our body made up of? Water, right? Right. So, ammonia will basically it'll go for the water wherever that water is it wants that water so if it gets on it's going to burn you if you inhale it it's going to go into your lungs bad stuff bad stuff probably the probably the nastiest one of the nastiest uh things that farmers and ag retailers deal with and so the and then most of the time when you see these tanks will be in springtime, which is pre-plant so before the planter goes into the field these the farmers put it on ammonia and hydrous ammonia is a form of nitrogen and it's a cheap form of nitrogen for the farmers that's why it's still used so you'll see that before they plant and then they'll come back through sometimes it's called side dressing they'll come back through when the corn is a certain height and put more on
0: i mean it sounds dangerous but it's it's relatively safe for use just as long as it's handled correctly
1: you're exactly right as long as you respect it and know the properties of it how it works and you're got good equipment to, to use it you in the correct PPE, then you should be fine. But not just anybody can go mess with it. And
0: that's what's important about training, you know. Exactly. Yep. And we do it every year. We usually have you come by and talk at least yep. once or twice a year about something, yep. right? And quite honestly, without doing trainings and continuously practicing these things, we may necessarily not look at something as dangerous as it was. That's why it's important to keep it in our head, our right. mind, you know. Yep there's something I've been looking forward to asking you. I've been kind of... Oh, boy. Yeah. I, I, I got to know the answer. I've asked <laughs> a few guys, and they just kind of laughed at me. But mm-hmm. everybody around here, Porter County, just about oh, anybody that's on a fire department. Uh, I know where this is going. That's right. That's right. Um, we don't call you Josh Candle. We don't call you Josh. We don't call you any of those things. There's one name that we call you, and that's Sparky.
1: Yeah, I sure got is. I got to know. I got to know where that came from, man. All right. Well... I believe it was, it would have been 04, probably, when I started hearing cows. The Pork Fest. Yeah, Pork Fest. Either 04 or 05. It had to be 04 because I had my nickname after in 05. I mean, it was almost immediate. It seemed like so. 04, we had the Pork Fest. I'm the new guy. And I said, Hey. We got the smokehouse trailer down here for the kids to go in, and guess what? We have the Sparky the Fire Dog outfit mascot <laughs> that we need somebody to wear. Well, I don't think I had a choice in it, so. I, uh, I was Sparky the Fire Dog for Pork of 04, I believe, and ever since then it's stuck, and you can just about go to any fire department in Port County, and they know who I am. <laughs>
0: It was one of those moments where you're, hey, you're the new guy. Yeah. I got a suit for you. Come yep. here. And that's a part of the razzing that we experience oh, on yeah. the fire department. And
1: it's all good and fun. It's, yeah. It's, and, but how cool of a nickname is that, though? I mean, come on. It's Everybody it, in the county knows who Sparky is. I got to tell you the truth. <laughs>
0: I got to tell you the truth. When I was a kid, probably eight or nine years old, my parents bought me a little Beagle pup. And this is 100% fact, this is not even made up. <laughs> And I named
1: the dog Sparky. And the thing about this nickname is that it, you can use it. I mean, there's different ways to say it. You got Spark, Sparky, Sparkles. I mean, there's all kinds of different ways, and I get called all of them.
0: Oh, I'm sure. And it, like again, it's all in good fun. Uh, and, it's all part of it. Right? Yeah. Now, you, we we kind of mentioned how you were treated when you were a first-year member, I guess. Yeah. Um, right now, you have some guys going through the MAC Center for yep. the Academy. And that just kind of shows you, you know, you are being the first-year guy, getting razzed, having fun. You have a few new guys right now, right?
1: Yeah, yep. I've got one guy that just finished the academy, just had his, just got his one year as a, as a member. Um, and then we just got another guy that we just put on, I believe, a week ago, two weeks ago, and he'll be going to the academy here, I think, at the beginning, end of spring, beginning of summer, I think is when the next one is. And that academy, the training there is absolutely amazing. Yes, it's very good. Very good.
0: And we, we do our trainings here locally at our department, your department, other departments yep. for that matter. But it's always a, a little bit of a treat when we get to head over to the MAC Center and, and do some training out there.
1: Right. And the, the, the nice thing about us here at Morgan is, you know, that's right out our back door. I mean, we're, we're four miles, five miles from it. And so we can, we can get there pretty quick. You know, we're, if we go there, we're only a half mile out of our jurisdiction. So it, it makes it real nice for us. And also, you guys put on a pretty good uh, parade. Yeah, yeah, Muld Labor Day Parade. We're in charge of that, and it's basically basically anybody that wants to be in the parade come on down and have a good time. And uh, we typically have a meal. We set the fire trucks in the parking lot afterwards, and we'll have uh, some water spraying for the kids off the trucks. We'll have you guys bring your ladder up once in a while and set that up and spray some water if we can. But yeah, that's, that's a great time. That's great in community involvement.
0: Because I remember before COVID,
1: um, we had the parade, and afterwards we would go back to the school Yep. and uh, a church group. Yeah, the the New Hope Missionary Church in, in Malden would always put on a meal uh, for donations. And and they for, had like a community. little
0: band. They had a band in there to, yep, the guy that was band. playing music.
1: Yep, yep, yep. And I, me and the family,
0: I mean, we go out there, we get out of the truck after the parade and go down there and grab a pork sandwich and some mm-hmm. chips or whatever and yeah. sit there and listen yeah. to them play their music. It, it was it was nice. Yeah, you know? and we
1: try to do like a touch-a-truck touch type deal with uh, fire departments, police. We'll have a Valpo or a county sheriff come down with a canine. We'll have an ambulance there to Try to try to get a, a medical helicopter in, whether it's Lutheran or... Um, you can. Somebody will try to get a helicopter in there so the kids go out and see the helicopter. They can go sit in it. Just try to make it a good family day.
0: And like we mentioned before, we're mutual aid departments. Yep. And that's just a term. I mean, really, our family extends from here to there and every department across the county and further. I mean, we're all brothers and sisters. Um, That's right. Got each other's back. You've you've actually responded a few times. Now, anytime there's a, a need or a call that we may need assistance, you guys write on
1: it. Right, yeah, and, and same way for us, for you guys. I, I mean, anybody here in the South County, I, us four departments in the South County work excellent together. You know, I'm good friends with the other chiefs, Boone, Heber, and Coutts, and we've got a great relationship to where if I'm coming to Coutts on a structure fire and I happen to be the second or third officer on scene, Chief Gettler, I mean, we read each other's minds pretty much. I know that he's going to want me to either do this or this, and we just keep rolling
0: and that comes from the training exactly yeah that comes from us pulling hose together that comes from us uh, doing ice rescue training together that yep. comes from doing the training that you put on with yep. with the different um uh, mm-hmm. it, com- it comes
1: from sunday mornings having coffee at the firehouse of your of your neighbors absolutely yep absolutely you i mean you come
0: down quite a bit yep. and have coffee with us and, oh yeah and uh chat make fun of each other and you know we 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 kind of jab each other in the arm quite a bit but that's what it's about That's what it's about that's how we build our relationships we know what makes you tick right right and uh it's a good time and you come down for breakfast coffee Mm -hmm. even on thursday nights you've been here just to chit chat and yeah have a good time you know and we enjoy it we enjoy it we we enjoy it anytime. right people come in you know yeah and one of the fun things about when you come here and we talk about we always talk about our trucks right and we compare everything you know of course um, how, many, how many different trucks do you got?
1: We have two command vehicles. We have a brush truck. We have our squad or rescue, light rescue, if you want to call it that, tanker and an engine. And, and we have a UTV that we, we just purchased this last fall.
0: And we've, used, we've had you guys come out and use that with us a few times.
1: Yep, we use it for some uh, lost persons or you know that one deer hunter. The stand issue, that worked out good. Uh, numerous brush fires. Shoot today, we were at one, that we took it and used it because we needed to get into the woods.
0: Those little things are handy.
1: Very, very handy.
0: Something else I ask
1: just about everybody that I speak with, what made you want to get involved in fire service? So, yeah, that's that seems like that's a common question on a, when I, when, I'm, when guys are talking to you, and I, I love hearing what everybody's story is. It's pretty cool to hear everybody's. Mine... Um, my grandpa was a firefighter for, I think, up to clo- close to 50 years uh, in Ohio. So I grew up with, with that. And then um, when I lived in Cows in town, there was a guy, uh, Butch Collinsworth. He was my neighbor, and his wife would always babysit me when I was little. And so Butch would always bring me up here to the Cowds fire. And I'd hang out, and I'd get to ride trucks during the pork parade and all that good stuff, so that got me. That got me interested in always liking fire trucks. And then going through high school, um, I've always been interested in it. And then got to be friends with Chief Suitors' son. And I was over at Chief Suitors quite a bit in high school and always talking with him about being a firefighter, what it's about, off and on. And as soon as I turned 18, had my app in, and here I am.
0: I had Don on one of the episodes here recently talk about when his boy had kids come over and hang out in the basement, and, <laughs> you know, guys parking in front of the garage and yep. thinking, oh my, you know, they're running to scramble to get out of the way at 2 in the morning. Yep. So you were one of those kids, huh?
1: I never parked in front of the garage because I knew Don would be mad. <laughs> so I always parked across the street. Uh, there you go. <laughs> so you were on Couch Fire in
0: 04 for a while. Yep. And then you jumped over to Morgan Township. Yep. You've been there for quite a while. Yep. And you're currently the assistant chief. Yep. You have, you said, 22 guys. Yep. A few going through the training at the MAC Center. Tough question I ask, and I've asked a few other guys is, I've asked it in the terms of what does Couch Fire mean to us, Mm -hmm. but what does Morgan Fire mean to you? What what does it mean to the community that you serve?
1: Uh, You said it. It means community. To me, that's what it means. I have invested so much in the fire department because of my community. There's a lot of people I know just through my job. Most of our most of our area is rural farms and I'm in the business of ag, so I know a lot of people in Morgan Township. So I, you know, myself and our guys up there in Morgan, we strive to make that the best department that we can for our community because they deserve the best, right?
0: Absolutely. That's the way we look at it. Without yeah. the community, we we don't we're really nothing. Right, we, exactly. If we, we don't have the community to support. And I know here in Couch, our community is absolutely amazing. Do you find that true in, in your community?
1: I think absolutely, yes. Yeah, our community is hands down awesome. I mean, they've done so much for us uh, for donations. And people that just want to come to the fire station to help us do things, uh, just it's, it's crazy how you get people to just want to do that. You know, It's without, hard it's to explain. It's it hard is. to
0: explain because we don't look at our, what we're doing as anything different than anybody else would want to do for somebody. Right, yeah. We just not. have the tools and the training mm-hmm. to accomplish that. And for us, when we go out in the community and we speak with the parents or the grandparents or yeah. the kids, and what they say to us as far as thank you and all that stuff, it's not something that we expect or even look for. Right. We actually think we should be saying thank you to them more. what they're saying to us because of all the support that they give us yes you know and that's why we love the parades especially going down the mall and we we absolutely love going down there yeah because the crowd and the the people is just absolutely amazing yeah you know it's a lot of fun and unfortunately with covid but uh, going to the parking lot and watching the kids knock down the little painted fire windows you know with the that's a lot of fun for us it is you know and it's hard now You guys are always accepting applications for members, correct? Yes, we are. Just like we are. Yep. Where can someone go find out more information, either on Facebook or a website or whatever, or a phone number to get in contact with you guys as far as maybe getting information on joining, or how can they come meet you guys?
1: Yeah, absolutely. You can get on uh, our Facebook page, Morgan Township Volunteer Fire Department. Send us a message. We'll get right back to you. We have a couple of admins on there, so that won't be a problem. And then you can call us at 219-462-1665. Leave us a message, or if somebody's there, we'll, we'll answer it and give you all the information you need to know if you want to come down and see what it's all about.
0: Now, how does your process work? Is it a lot of the same way that we do it? We, we get the application, and then we go through an
1: interview. Is yeah. that about the same way yeah. you it? Yeah, so we have our board that looks through it, gets approved by the board, then it goes to the membership. Membership votes on it. They get on, it's a probationary for a year, and after that, then you're a member. When they bring an application
0: in, it has like uh, your background, your job, yep. things of that nature. Is there anything yep. else on there as far as distance from the station?
1: Yeah, we, we have it that you have to live within three miles of our jurisdiction to be on our department.
0: And they don't need certifications? I mean, do you like when they come in? With we love it when they
1: have certifications, so that's less training we have to put them through. But you know, we'll, we'll, we'll put you through training, no problem.
0: Now, if somebody completes an application or wants to come by and just meet you guys to get an application face-to-face, when's the best time for them to do that? Monday nights.
1: We're always there on Monday nights. That's when we do our trainings, our truck checks, our meetings, all that good stuff. Um, so, you know, 7 o'clock Monday night, we're there. Somebody will be there. What year was Morgan Township started? 1976. 1976. Yep, so I think one, one of the last departments in Porter County, I think. Yeah. we're not that old an apartment
0: yeah well I mean you've been around you've had you have the community support you have our support you support us right Sparky I want to I'm sorry <laughs> Josh yeah, all good K Bill <laughs> I want to thank you for coming by and sitting down with me today I'd like to talk to you more maybe get you and the chief together and, yeah. and Don and do a round table discussion I think oh yeah coming. that'd be a blast but again thank you for, for stopping in I appreciate it no,
1: thanks for having me appreciate it too